Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I'm the host of this daily podcast. No Spotify feature today because I don't have my laptop open in front of me. But in reference to yesterday's episode about debut albums that I've enjoyed that were released this century, there's a few that I forgot to mention that that only came to mind since recording yesterday's episode. And they are Corinne Bailey Ray. I remember making a copy of that album, sorry Corinne, back when I was in uh, college. So that's between the ages of 16 to 18. The Heim was a big deal. That debut album was a very big deal. Just catchy from start to finish. The Soft Pack is a band that used to be called The Muslims. Changed the name to The Soft Pack. And their debut album is one I really enjoyed. I can't remember what year it came out though. Lady Hawk, that was some real 80s goodness. I think maybe just before or around the time that 80s goodness was really coming back into the fore. In at least the indie rock music scene. uh, Gem. There was a family holiday taken in Ireland and I took two CD albums with me. One of them was Coldplay's X and Y and the other was Gem's debut. I don't know why I chose those two, but Gem's debut really left a mark. Perhaps because it was one of the only two CDs I had to play at the time. But I really enjoyed it. Gorillaz, I very much remember Clint Eastwood and 192000 really leaving a mark on me. No, Tomorrow Comes Today. It just sounds so haunting. And the whole animated band part of it as well was really captivating. So that's Gem, Haim, Gorillaz, The Soft Pack, Corinne Bailey Ray, Lady Hawk, Linkin Park. Hybrid Theory is totemic. This some 20 years since it came out, it still stands head and shoulders above many other albums released around that time. And a friend of mine, I think it was either this album or Meteora, but they gave me a copy of it on a mini disc, which I can't imagine is too popular a medium now. I know vinyl's made a comeback. I know some indie bands release albums on cassette. I don't think anyone's in any rush to release stuff on mini disc now. But I had a mini disc of Linkin Park and that debut album. Yeah, that was pretty memorable. And a Canadian band called Valley. They're very much a pop rock outfit. And their debut came out this year, and it's it's been the type of debut I really enjoy, where it's clear they're walking one particular path in the music that they make. There's, I think there's a really strong temptation, especially these days with how accessible technology is, to make an album that jumps from genre to genre. And I understand the argument that says that's how people listen to music now. So it's essentially making, instead of making 12 songs that walk a similar line it's as if you're making 12 songs that are 12 auditions for 12 separate playlists and that for me can feel a bit distracting it feels less about the message the artist is communicating and more about the artist showing you how many ways they can communicate a message but valley seems to very much walk a certain line it's very synth pop very 1975-esque and just re- the kind of album you can play from start to finish. And when it finishes, you're like, oh, let me listen to that again. The type of album that you can use to measure out the length of time. Just how many times will I play through this album before I finish X task? So there, there's that. Also, Molchat Doma, who I've mentioned a few times on this podcast, released their third album, Monuments, this Friday just gone. So that's worth checking out. My current mental state has been where for every article I've read or video that I've watched... I've opened and bookmarked about 10 others. 
I'm sure I'm not the only one who gets stuck in this loop of coming across, oh, that looks interesting, oh, I'd love to check that out, and just saving and saving and saving to the point where you're surely amassing or just hoarding so much that realistically you'll never get the chance to catch up to it. There was a time when I had, I think, 300 tabs open on my phone, and it was an accident, but I went. I wanted to delete one of the tabs, but I ended up selecting the option that deletes all other tabs except the one you've got open, which was a little bit of a, ah, no. And I was using the private browsing instead of the normal browsing. So when I lost those tabs, I lost those tabs. And I kind of made peace with it. And I think I've now amassed another 70-odd. So I need to really address what it is that keeps making me do that. Oh, and also the Name Three Songs podcast and the Pause It, Play It 1975 podcast, I think are about to have a crossover episode on the 1975 series. So that will be something I'm very much looking forward to this week coming. Speaking of, the title of this episode is The Next Two Weeks. I have two weeks off from work. I'm not really off from work because, as I may have mentioned before, I work with the NHS. Things are just a little bit strained and I have offered my services to work from home a couple of hours a day just to keep things ticking over and to reduce the need for my work to need to be covered in my absence. So I don't have to go into the office, but I'll be doing a little bit of work each day. But what I really need to be doing is making this my mental, spiritual nine to five. Right now, I'm at a point where I just about managed to squeeze in a podcast episode each day. And if I want to get to a point where my payday is coming from this side of things, then that attitude has to change. And that's what I'm going to be focusing on for the next three weeks. I want to focus primarily on building a routine that makes keeping this going much more natural and much more engaging and much more wide-reaching. At the moment, the app that I use is called Anchor, and it tells me I have an estimated 21 listeners, and I want to grow that. I have an estimated 15 plays, that's one five plays a day of the episodes that I record. By the way, if you're one of those 21 listeners, hello, and thank you very much for listening, and do say hello to me on Twitter. I think Twitter is probably the place that I mostly exist online, or if you know me personally, feel free to send me a text saying, hey, I, I'm listener number 19, and hello. But thank you very much for listening. I do, and this is, these are listeners and these are listens that I'm getting without actively sharing what I do. Every episode you make, there's an option to share it there and then. You can post straight to Twitter or Instagram or whatever saying, hey, my new episode is out. And my thinking was, if I'm doing this every day, it could quickly get annoying. But I need to find some way to just keep the conversation going. And that's the key word for me these next two weeks, conversation. I want to join the conversation, start the conversation and bring people from those conversations to the podcast in a much more natural way. Because this podcast isn't a finished, polished product. It's very much off the cuff, just the behind the scenes of my mind. The music I make will be the finished, well, even that won't be that finished, polished product, but that's the main attraction. This is the the thing that can make you feel more connected to it all beyond the music. Someone posted a thread on Reddit about that feeling you get when you finish a really good book or a good movie or a good TV series and you just feel empty inside afterwards. 
and you're always clutching for more. There's an episode I've done of this podcast a few weeks ago, maybe, that said whenever you finish a TV show, there's always the IMDb trivia. Because when you finish something great, you just you just want more from that world, from that universe. And that is what this podcast is intended to be. But it's as if I'm creating the IMDb trivia page without making the actual movie or TV show that it's about. So I need to work on the two, those two fronts in tandem, bringing more people into this conversation and also making this more of a conversation. So if you are one of the people that listens, do feel free to send me a voice note or maybe a suggestion for what should be a song of the day or an artist I should check out, whatever it is. I'm, I'm very much on here telling you whatever's on my mind. Feel free to tell me what's on yours. I think this is the best platform for me to have that conversation. I'm still not great at replying to texts or phone calls, etc. And that's something else I intend to work on on these two weeks. But in the meantime, at least there's this room that we have. At least I like to think there's more people in this room than just me. So, you know, let yourself be known. And let's hang out. So it's about joining the conversation more online. And as I mentioned a few episodes ago, working on having something out there that isn't the podcast. Because right now, the only way you know I make music is because I tell you on here that I make music. Ultimately, I want to get to a point where the music is the thing that most people discover. And then if you're really into that, then you'll come to this. So that's another thing I need to work on. And also just primarily working on music every day. I talked about how I want this to be my my actual nine to five. And I I pick up a guitar recreationally, but I'm not moving things forward as far as recorded music is concerned. And that's something I very much need to rectify. Also finally looking into just how what method I want to use to put music on Spotify and then start spreading all oh, and YouTube, etc. and then start spreading the word about that. And also maybe, just maybe, I will start and finish Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country because I started a couple of episodes like a month ago, didn't follow through on it and now I have a streaming service that tells me I only have two days left to watch Lovecraft Country before the series goes from this streaming service. So I think I just might, in this time off that I have, as well as putting in a lot more work and music, I also want to maybe try and enjoy some time off and just watch that series all the way through. Uh, what else, what else, what else, what else? I think uh, that brings me to the song of today, which is by Joey Pecoraro, and it's called Hello, Son. I can't remember how I discovered this song. I think it's highly likely it was from the Compact Cassette playlist. David, oh, I can't even remember his name now, but it's a YouTube channel I've mentioned many times. If you search for Compact Cassette on Spotify, you'll see what I'm talking about. David Dean Burkhart, I think that's the name. Forgive me if I've said that incorrectly. But this song, the way the singer sings, feels like the audio equivalent of a weighted blanket. There's just something so comforting about his deep tone. And the song itself, it reminds me of... When I was younger, my parents would often drive us to see a cousin, this aunt or this uncle or whatever... And this song reminds me of the drive back home when I'd often fall asleep on the back seat. There's just something very comforting and soothing about it. And also the chorus has this melodic line where it goes, it's a, I don't want to know, I don't want to see you go alone. And that lyric feels like the crux of the whole song, that someone's saying to the narrator that everyone else might just, you know, blindly pass you by, but I notice your situation 
and I'm a bit concerned. I don't want to see you go alone. And the melody of it as well, because the, the vocal goes alone, but the chords underneath it go in a different direction and the two together just sit really sweetly. And there's a few songs I like. I'm thinking of making an episode about this, about how there's songs that have just one part in them that just tickles me in such a specific way that I end up listening to the song over and over and over. Another one is Tokyo Tea Room. That's the artist. And the song is called Half the Man. Another one is uh, Cathedral Bells. And I think it's called Ninth Wonder of the World. Just these songs that I I really enjoy. But in particular, there's one little part to them that uh, just really hits the spot. So yes, that would be the, the song that I put a link to. Oh, one thing I'll definitely put the effort into doing over these two weeks is finally making a Spotify playlist of all of the songs of the day that I've done so far. One, to just share with everyone the songs I've been listening to and the songs I've been amassing each day. And also, if other people suggest songs, they can be part of the family too. And also make it that much easier to see if I've already added a song as a song of the day because I can just pull up the playlist on Spotify, search for the artist of the song and see if it's already in there. So that's something I'll be working on. And also when I talk about articles and reading and so on, I will share them on my Twitter. Again, just trying to keep that conversation going because I, I think in this time of isolation and loneliness, what I'm doing could be really useful to some people out there, but they won't know it could be useful if they don't know about it. So that's the muscle I have to start exercising as well as just exercising in general. That's another thing I really need to do over these two weeks. Okay. Thank you very much for listening. Enjoy listening to Hello Son by Joey Pecoraro. And yeah, if you want to buy it on... Whoa, that was about 20 words in the space of two seconds. By the way, I've said all this about reaching out to me. If you do want to find me online, I'm at Saddest Night Out on Twitter. That's all for me. Enjoy what's left of your weekend. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Take care.